and welcome to UX Shortcast. Every day, I handpick the hottest articles from the last 24 hours to bring you the coolest and most exciting updates. Get ready for a quick yet catchy snapshot of what's new and buzzing in user experience. Ready to get inspired? Let's jump in. Today, on February 23rd, I have the pleasure of inviting you to another episode of UX Shortcast. In Better Decisions Start with Broader Options by Beverly Freeman, the article talks about how to make smarter choices by looking at more than just a simple yes or no. It's like when you're deciding what to fish with. You don't just pick one bait. You look at all your tackle options. Freeman suggests three ways to avoid narrow thinking. One, listen to real stories from folks to get the full picture of a problem, like gathering different fishing tales to understand what's biting. Two, look at a bunch of solutions and pick out the best parts of each, sort of like choosing the best fishing gear by comparing different rods and reels. Three, ask why to dig deeper into the reason behind a choice, much like asking why a certain fishing spot is good before you decide how to fish it. The idea is to open your eyes to more possibilities before deciding, which can lead to better outcomes in work and life. Mike Kuchenmeister, in his article, UX Leadership is Failing and What We Can Do About It from UX Collective, lays it out plain and simple. UX leaders are dropping the ball. After hustling hard to get a seat at the big decision-making table, they're not making the impact they promised. Jobs in UX are getting slashed left and right, and it's tougher than ever to climb the ladder to the top spots. Mike points out that UX bosses usually come from two places. Some climb up from managing a small team, but they get stuck in their old ways and don't adapt to the big leagues. Others are top-notch designers who get promoted, but then only focus on the design stuff, ignoring the bigger business picture. Both types are missing the mark, and that's costing UX its influence in the business world. Mike's telling us we've got to step up our game if we want to keep UX from getting sidelined. The piece, Jobs to be Done in Product Design from UX Planet, is a guide for making stuff that folks actually need. It tells you to figure out the real problems people have and make your product fix those. You gotta watch and listen to your customers closely, like a hawk, to get this right. First, you pinpoint what jobs your product should do for folks. Forget about their age or where they live. Think about what tasks they're trying to get done. Then, you dive deep into those tasks, understand why they're a pain, and see how you can make them easier or better. Next, you pick the most important jobs to focus on, the ones that'll really make a difference and aren't already solved by other stuff out there. Then, make sure your product's features match these jobs and tell people clearly how your product's gonna make their lives easier. Lastly. Keep testing your product with real people, listen to their gripes, and keep tweaking it. This ain't a one-and-done deal, it's a cycle of making it better based on what you learn from the folks using it. In How Does Technology Make Us Lost in Digital Noise? By Satya Nagraha, we find out that our gadgets are like a constant buzz in our ears, pulling us away from real life and making it tough to focus. The article says that while tech is great for solving problems and staying connected, it's also got a downside. We're glued to screens, missing out on face-to-face -face time with folks, and our attention spans are shorter than ever. Designers have a big part in this because they make apps and websites that hook us in and keep us scrolling. But there's hope. 
Designers can change the game by making tech that's good for our well-being and keeps us in touch with real people, not just screens. So, the big message is that we need tech that helps us, not distracts us. In the piece, Harness the User Experience with 7 UX Trends for 2024 by the folks at Lollipop Design, they're talking about the hot new ways websites and apps are going to look and feel in 2024. Here's the lowdown. 1. Glass Morphism Stuff on your screen will have this cool, glassy look like frosted glass. It's slick and it's sticking around. 2. Generative Design Computers are getting smarter, using AI to make designs that are easy on the eyes and keep you clicking. 3. Augmented Reality AR it's like mixing the real world with video game stuff to make everything more fun and interactive. 4. Parallax Effect When you scroll, the background moves slower than the stuff in front, giving you this neat 3D vibe. 5. Brutalism No-nonsense, bare-bones design that's all about getting to the point without any frills. Hyperrealism Things look so real, you'll think you can reach out and touch them. 7. Emotional design. They're making sure the website feels like it gets you, so you'll like it more. Thor's inclusive design. Making sure everyone can use it, no matter who you are. 9. Green UX. Eco-friendly design that's all about saving battery life and being good for the planet. The gist is, these trends are making the digital world more personalized, realistic, and inclusive, while looking out for the environment, too. Mary Moore penned an insightful piece titled Next Generation UI Paradigm, The Power of Artificial Intelligence that dives into how AI is changing the game for how we use our gadgets. The gist is, instead of poking around on screens or typing commands like we used to, AI lets us just say what we want, like asking about the weather, and it figures out the rest. It's like having a super smart helper in your phone or computer that knows you and makes things faster and more personal. But there are some hitches, like worrying about privacy and making sure the AI doesn't get the wrong idea from bad data. Still, it's a big deal in tech, and it's shaping up to be the new normal for how we interact with our devices. Eugene Boss in his piece, Ethical Crossroads, Is Your UX Design Helping or Hurting? on UX Planet dives into how design can make or break our online experience. He warns against dark patterns, sneaky design tricks that mislead us into clicking, buying, or sharing more than we intend to. Boss emphasizes that good design should be about helping users, not tricking them. He points out that colors and layouts can mess with our emotions and decisions, and that's not cool if it's just to make a quick buck. Boss calls on designers to be ethical and focus on creating honest user-friendly experiences. He also encourages us to be dark pattern detectives and stand up against deceptive designs. Bottom line, good design is about respect and choice, not manipulation. Ilya Fedorenko from UX Planet whipped up another batch of chuckles with just a compilation of hilarious design and developer memes. Part 2 
It's a lighthearted look at the quirks of being a designer or developer. The article's got a bunch of jokes about the everyday grind, like the panic when designs go sideways, the struggle to balance work and life, and the weirdness of some projects. It also pokes fun at how we handle deadlines and the never-ending to-do list. Plus, it gives a shout-out to the hard workers making their companies shine. If you're in the design game or just need a good laugh, this piece is a fun read. And hey, if you like what you see, you can check out more of their work on social media. The piece from UX Planet called Top 5 Courses for Design Managers breaks down some solid classes for folks leading design teams. Here's the lowdown. 1. The Interaction Design Foundation's paid course teaches you how to build and run a top-notch UX team, making sure they're doing the right stuff to boost the company's success. 2. UXL's paid program digs into creating great customer experiences, from research to mapping out services. 3. Over at Coursera, there's a free course that gets you hands-on with solving real problems using a design approach that puts people first. 4. Design Lab's paid course is all about using data to make smarter design choices that can convince others and make your products better. 5. Another freebie from Coursera teaches experienced managers how to use design strategy to get new products or services out fast and backed by what customers actually want. So, if you're in charge of a design squad and want to up your game, these are some top resources to check out. Thank you for listening, and I invite you to another dose of knowledge tomorrow.